Is it possible that Yoshinobu Yamamoto is going to wait until after Christmas to make a decision? You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Now, this would be the time of the show where I'd say, with me as always is my producer, Steve Granato, but Steve is not here today, so I am doing a solo show, and on today's show, we're going to talk about Yamamoto possibly waiting until after Christmas to make a decision, possibly waiting until January 4th to make the decision. Giancarlo Stanton was talking about his goals for 2024, and the Yankees got a new Jeter. They got a new Jeter, so we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But first, the Yamamoto stuff. Yamamoto mania is taking over Major League Baseball because, you know, the big guns are trying to woo him. And by big guns, we mean the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Mets. Yamamoto met with the Mets. He went to Steve Cohen's house, had dinner with Steve Cohen, and then decided to have another meeting with the Yankees. The Yankees had Hal Steinbrenner, Brian Cashman, Aaron Boone, Randy Levine, and Matt Blake fly out to California to meet with Yamamoto originally. And then after he was in New York, he decided to meet with the Yankees again. Is this a good sign? Maybe. Is he trying to drive the price up? Maybe. Is he trying to make it where Steve Cohen will, you know, open his billionaire wallet and give him as much money as possible? Maybe, but it's a good sign that Yamamoto wanted to meet up with the Yankees again. Now, the reports that came out on Tuesday, I'm recording this Tuesday night because, you know, we like telling you that. Tuesday night, almost 8.40 p.m. Nothing is happening right now, but the latest report that I saw was from Bob Clappish, who said that it was looking more and more possible that Yamamoto was going to wait until at least after Christmas, and then possibly even waiting until that January 4th deadline. Um, I personally don't want that to happen. I kind of want this over with. I don't know about you all. You can leave that in the comments below. Um, I just want this over with. I want to know what the Yankees need to do, because as Steve and I have mentioned on the show many times, because we've talked about how the Yankees have traded away so much of their pitching depth, that Yamamoto is plan A. A. It's Yamamoto, and then whatever's below him is way below him. And if the Yankees don't get him, they're not completely, you know, dead in the water. There are things that they can do to help the pitching staff. But Yamamoto is priority number one right now. Now that the Juan Soto thing is done, Yamamoto is the guy that they need to help solidify the rotation. Now, speaking of that, I was noticing some chatter on social media, and I know some people aren't as online as I am, but it had to do with the Yankees rotation. There was someone who was claiming that the Yankees don't need Yamamoto, that their rotation is fine as is, 
And the thing that struck me funny about this was that it was a Red Sox fan saying this. And when Yankee fans were kind of dunking on him and saying, what are you talking about? He said, well, you guys went into 2023 talking about how the Yankees rotation was probably going to be one of the best in baseball. And if you all remember, (laughs) Steve and I talked about that before the season started, that yes, if everything worked out the way that everyone wanted it to, everyone meaning the Yankees and their fans, the rotation did have a chance to be one of the best in baseball. You had Garrett Cole at the top. You had Carlos Rodon at number two. You had Nestor Cortez. You had Luis Severino. You had Frankie Montas. That's what it was going to be, those five. And then when opening day started, three of the five were gone. They were injured. Nothing doing. Two of the guys coming back injured or from being injured didn't really recover pitching-wise from being injured. Rodon was terrible. There's no mincing words about that. And so is Severino. So the Yankees rotation has a chance of bouncing back. Rodon has to bounce back because if he doesn't, then that contract is going to look like one of the worst ones the Yankees have ever made for a pitcher, uh, this side of Kei Gawa and uh, Carl Pavano. And, you know, Severino's on the Mets. Montas is a free agent. I keep saying they need to maybe give him a make good kind of contract, not a lot of money, um, make him the five, see how he does, see if he stays healthy, kind of like a low risk, high reward kind of deal for him. I know they're still in on Jordan Montgomery, but this rotation needs help because you can't rely on guys like Rodon to rebound completely. He could, it's possible he could. Um, We don't know what's going on with Nestor because he was having interesting issues with the shoulder and fatigue. And, you know, I've joked about it many times on this show about how Nestor doesn't even throw that hard. And I couldn't understand how he was going through any kind of shoulder fatigue, but he was. And you don't know how he's going to rebound. And the Yankees need Yamamoto. He's 25 years old. He's a great pitcher. He would be amazing as a Yankee. We've had successful Japanese pitchers on the Yankees. Masahiro Tanaka. If he could be anywhere close to what Masahiro Tanaka was, (laughs) the Yankees would be in really good shape. But the Yankees rotation needs the help badly. Um, They're not going to go after Blake Snell. Like I said, they could go after Jordan Montgomery, but you also don't know how Jordan Montgomery is going to do in a full season after the way he performed in the playoffs, because he was kind of pitching in the playoffs with a chip on his shoulder. Will he still have that same chip on his shoulder in 2024 if he reunites with the Yankees? How much um, rear-end kissing are the Yankees going to have to do to get Jordan Montgomery back in their good graces? Because part of the deal when they traded him away was, well, he's not really a playoff pitcher, even though he proved that he was. So, yes. Plan A, Yamamoto, they have to get him. And the thing that's scaring me about all this, one, the decision taking so long, but two, I don't know about you guys, but, well, I'm a pessimist. I'm a pessimist at heart. And when I see reporters saying things like the Yankees are the favorites, and then there's a bunch of reporters repeating that, it feels to me, like that could backfire really badly. And I'm hoping that's not the case. But again, 
Yes, he met with the Yankees twice, and he called them right after he met with the Mets, but it could be some sort of a, you know, negotiation um, tactic to try and get Steve Cohen to open that fat wallet. You never know. But I do feel good about the fact that the Yankees are desperate for a good pitcher. And you can thank Carlos Rodon for that. <laughs> you can thank, you know, Luis Severino for being bad last year. You can thank Nestor Cortez's shoulder for having fatigue because if those things hadn't happened, the Yankees would have been, you know, ho-hum. You know, we got Juan Soto. This is great. What a good offseason. No, you need more. And Yamamoto isn't enough. And we've talked about that too. But he is plan A, number one, get him done, and then worry about other pitching you need. Because once again, they lost a lot of pitching depth in the last couple of weeks. And they also lost a lot of pitching depth during the trade deadline in 22. And that kind of snowballed into everything else. So Yamamoto is number one on the list for Christmas. Although we're not going to find out if the Yankees got him for Christmas because he might be waiting till after to let everyone know what he's doing. So tell me what you think about Yamamoto. I know we're putting a lot of pressure on this kid, you know, because he's coming over from Japan. He hasn't pitched over here, but I have a good feeling about just his repertoire. We talked about that on a previous show. Um, but if you read up about him, he seems like the real deal. And I feel like, again, this could be another Masahiro Tanaka, you know, maybe even like a Hiroki Kuroda situation. You know, poor Kuroda was on Yankee teams that weren't that great, but he was amazing when he was a Yankee for that brief time. So let me know what you think about the Yamamoto thing. Um, do you think it's as desperate as I think it is? Because I really do think it's that desperate. The Yankees desperately need this man on the team. <laughs> they need to do everything they can to get him. So let me know below. Uh, coming up on Friday, Fan Mail Friday, and if you're part of our Insiders Club, we have the link in the description below. You get top priority for Fan Mail Friday, and we will answer your questions. So please send them in. Also, reply to the pinned comment below on YouTube. Coming up next, Giancarlo Stanton looks to rebound in 2024. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's an easy $150 if your team wins. If you consider joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is a breeze to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and you can also combine prop bets on a game into a single-game parlay for even more fun and chances to win big. Lots of different things that you can bet on in football. Um, lots of different games. You know, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty. Some people are out of the playoffs. Some people aren't out of the playoffs. Some teams have things to play for. Others don't. So that can also play into how you pick the teams that you want. And by the way, the Yankees World Series odds for 2024 are plus 850, and they're favored to win the AL. Hey, at plus 450. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL.
Don't forget, Locked On Sports Today, Locked On Network's 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. You can watch a whole bunch of different shows. I was watching it the other night. I'm sick with COVID in case you can't tell from my voice. Uh, got it again. Got it again. And uh, it's interesting watching all the different shows. I was watching stuff about basketball and football. And uh, yeah, so go subscribe to Locked On Sports Today. It's the 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's the first of its kind from a podcast network, and it's pretty cool. So Giancarlo Stanton, not a good 2023. Not at all. Um, and he would be the first person to tell you that. Um, and he basically did tell us. He knew. And, you know, I have to say, I have to give Giancarlo Stanton credit. He doesn't shy away from talking about things. And he spoke to reporters about how bad he was during the season. Because, you know, there are some guys who don't really like talking about that stuff. They kind of skirt around the issue or they try to claim that they don't really know what's going on. Maybe they don't know what's going on, but they can't really explain what's going on. And he was just like, you know, I stink. <laughs> I'm not, I'm having a bad year. I know I'm bad. Like there's, there's no way around it. I'm, I'm just, I'm bad. So Brian Hoke wrote about Stanton um, and said that Stanton's plan for the off season is to restore athleticism. Now, Steve and I have spoken about this many, many times when we have spoken about Stanton. One of the main issues with him, aside from injuries, because he wasn't really injured as much as usual this season. He hurt his hamstring April 15th. He missed May. But there are other years where he's missed months, like multiple months with lower body injuries. So... He had that one month and then he came back and just couldn't do anything. He couldn't run. <laughs> he looked awful at the plate, slow. You know, he would swing at pitches where it almost looked like he didn't see where the pitch was going. I joked about him needing glasses, but I don't think he needs glasses. It's just the pitch recognition. There was a problem with that. Uh, but the athleticism and the mobility issues really, really, really bad. Um, now, it was probably because of that injury that he had the mobility um, issues because he was trying to prevent himself from further injuring himself, especially because Rizzo was out or Rizzo wasn't himself and Judge was out. And there was like a bunch of mounting pressure for Stanton to have to stay healthy because some of the other guys were not doing what they needed to do. You know, DJ wasn't really hitting the ball. Uh, one of the only guys to hit the ball steadily all season was Glaber Torres, but the rest of the guys were having issues. And that was kind of a detriment to Stanton in 2023. So. It would be good. I mean, you know, he's uh, 34 now, um, which is definitely the wrong side of 30. And he's almost at the wrong side of 35 now. He's just ahead of it. So, you know, for someone that big and muscular and someone who is not even big, but tall, you know, um, I always joke about these guys who look like they're made in labs and guys who are playing baseball now who look more like guys who should be playing football. And that means Stanton and also Judge. But Judge 
tends to stay healthier than Stanton. And most of Judge's injuries are freak injuries, like, you know, breaking his toe, breaking a wall in Dodger Stadium or cracking a rib because he's going all out on a catch. You know, that happened a few seasons ago. With Stanton, his issue seems to be when he tries to run out plays or, yeah, actually, usually that. It's usually a base path issue with Stanton. So his plan for the offseason is to build athleticism and try to um, make it so he's not having so many issues. Because, my goodness, there were times he was running the bases in 2023 where I look like I could run the bases faster. And I have such bad knees that I've been told by three different doctors to never run unless one, one doctor said, unless there's a zombie apocalypse and you need to run in that situation. Yes, but don't run in any other situation. So that's how bad Giancarlo Stanton was looking in 2023. Now the Yankees have gotten some guys to help out in the outfield. Juan Soto being one of them, Alex Verdugo being another. You also have Trent Grisham, who's going to be um, backing up. Um, see, the problem with Stanton now is if he's relegated to DH, there are other guys on the team who can also DH. Because, you know, the Yankees like to use the DH as a place where players will be either not recovering from an injury, but maybe just taking a break because they play too many games in the field. You know, you'll see Judge in there. You'll sometimes see Glaber in there. Um, but Stanton, it feels like Stanton's going to be relegated to DH. I don't envision him unless something catastrophic happens, which I hope that's not the case. Um, I don't think we're going to see him in the outfield. And that might be um, a good thing for Yankee fans, but not a good thing for Stanton. Um, now, Boone told people that Stanton's plan was to trim some weight in order to get more athletic because he wants to be an option for the outfield. And what Boone said was not just an option in the outfield, but a good option in the outfield. Now, 2023... And the horrific year <laughs> that Giancarlo Stanton had may have lit a fire under his butt to become more athletic. I mean, it's taken a while for this to happen, but, you know, maybe it's better that he's not so bulky and maybe there's a way for him to make sure that he stays healthier. Boone also said about Stanton, He's always a very focused person and player. I would say that that's on overdrive to make sure that he's in a really good spot heading into spring training. I think he's consumed with making sure that he goes out there and has a Giancarlo-like season. I think G's got a big year in him. I really do. Hey, I feel like Stanton's also going to have a big year. You know, we might not see 59 home runs like his MVP season. That's probably in the past won't happen again. But I predicted in our, I think we did, you know, bold predictions for 2024. And I said that Stanton was going to hit, I think I said he was going to hit 35 home runs, which that would be amazing. I would also like for his average to be way higher than it was because, woo, it was bad. Um, but if he can stay healthy and if he can look better at the plate and just hit dingers, 
<laughs> I know it's easier said than done, but if he could do that, and if he can return to maybe even 75% of the player that he normally is compared to 2023, that would be a big boost for the Yankees lineup that now has Juan Soto and hopefully has a healthy Anthony Rizzo and an occasional Alex Verdugo. Well, Alex Verdugo will probably be in there a lot. And Aaron Judge fully recovered from his toe injury. So yeah, if we can get 75% of Giancarlo Stanton back in 2024, the Yankees will look good in the lineup. But we'll see. Because I wonder what he's going to look like when he comes back for spring training. Like how trim he's going to be. Should be interesting. Coming up next... The Yankees have a new Jeter. What? You may ask. We'll talk about that next. Once again, don't forget Fridays, Fan Mail Friday. Leave your questions um, under the pinned comment below on today's video. Also, if you're in our Insiders Club, you know that you get fan mail friday priority so ask your questions there and if you want to know about the insiders club go to the link in our description on youtube and you'll find out everything about it so the yankees have another jeter it's jeter downs <laughs> remember him yeah the yankees claimed downs on waivers from the nationals on tuesday a move that, along with their trade for Alex Verdugo earlier this month, gives the Yankees two main pieces from Boston's 2020 trade of Mookie Betts to the Dodgers. Because that's how baseball works. <laughs> now, Downs does not have a lot of Major League experience, but he does have um, history with the Yankees. His first Major League home run was against the Yankees. It happened in the Bronx, and um, it happened with the Red Sox. So. That was weird. Do you remember when that happened? I remember when that happened. <laughs> it was weird to have someone named Jeter on the Red Sox and then someone on Jeter on the Red Sox hitting his first home run against the Yankees. Just like what? <laughs> like crazy. Um, and then he also scored um, the winning run on July um, July 9th, and Alex Verdugo is the one that knocked him in. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Everything is so connected, isn't it? So I don't know what kind of a role Jeter Downs is going to play with the Yankees. He's a shortstop. He's a third baseman. He's a second baseman. Um, he appeared with Washington in six games in 2023. He went two for five with four runs scored at RBI. He walked four times and he stole two bases. Um, he was DFA'd by them earlier in the week. He's 25 years old and he spent most of the season in the minors. He batted 222 with three home runs and 20 runs batted in. Uh, 11 steals in 60 combined games with AAA Rochester, the uh, Florida... Coast League, that's right, that's what FCL stands for, Nationals and High A Wilmington. So over the parts of two major league seasons, 2022 with the Red Sox, which is when he hit that home run, and the Nationals, he's hit 182, which is 8 for 44, with that home run and five runs driven in in only 20 career games. Oh, let's just talk about this quickly. He was born three years after Derek Jeter's 
big league debut. And he was named after Jeter by his mom, even though his father was a Red Sox fan. That's amazing. That's amazing. But she carries, you know, the moms carry the baby. And I always joked when I was younger, if I were to have a kid, no matter if it was a boy or a girl, I was going to name them Mattingly. So I feel her on that. Um, but he grew up a Yankees fan. And in 2020, he met Derek Jeter. So that's pretty cool. I don't see, you know, it, he probably won't contribute in a big way to the Yankees. It's just kind of cool that someone who was named after Derek Jeter, who grew up a Yankee fan, is now a Yankee. So what have we learned today? <sighs> Yoshinobu Yamamoto might not make a decision until after Christmas and maybe even after New Year's. And I hope he didn't make a decision while I was recording this. Let's just double check. We'll do what Steve does sometimes when we're recording and he checks Twitter to make sure that he doesn't miss something. Like, you know, when we missed that Juan Soto got traded and we had to do a completely different, oh no, why are the Yankees trending? What's happening? See, this is scary. This is scary. Okay, nothing. Okay, thank God. Whew, that was scary. Let me tell you, because the Yankees and Yoshinobu Yamamoto were trending on Twitter, and I was like, oh no, not again. I didn't miss something, did I? Okay, let's see why Yamamoto is trending. This is what you tune in for, everyone, right? Yeah. Okay, there's nothing. Yeah, okay, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It's a false alarm. Okay. So Yamamoto might not make a decision till possibly after New Year's, which I really hope he doesn't. And let me know below again what you think about that. And if you think that's taking too long. I mean, this is a big decision for a 25-year-old. You know, do you sign with the Dodgers and join Shohei Otani? Do you sign with the Mets and try and help the Mets win their first World Series since I was in junior high? Or do you join the Yankees? It's a big decision. So I understand why he's taking so long. Giancarlo Stanton wants to be more athletic and he's trimming some weight. We'll see what happens in spring training with that. And we'll see what happens in 2024. And the Yankees have another cheater. They have another cheater. So uh, that's it for today's Locked on Yankees. Once again, don't forget, Fan Mail Friday is our next episode. So please leave questions below under the pinned comment in YouTube. And if you're in the Locked On Yankees Insiders Club, and it could be baseball, general baseball. It could be about the Yankees. It could be about personal stuff. It could be about Christmas because Christmas is coming up on Monday. So ask us anything you want. It's perfectly fine. And uh, I will see you on Friday with Steve.